This is episode 34 with Doug Flukiger. Welcome to the Appitalize on Your Idea podcast, helping you bring any idea to fruition. Now, here's the guy who makes it all happen while keeping his day job, Justin Escar. What's up, everybody? Hope everyone's having a good week, working on their projects, coming up with new ideas, doing what appitalizers do, take ideas to fruition. Today, I got a great guest on. Today, we have Doug Flugiger. Now, Doug is my graphic designer who I outsource via Odesk. And why do I have Doug on? Because I wanted to talk about the graphic industry. Now, we've had a lot of people on talking about outsourcing. I've had Ayala Mir on back in episode three, who's my programmer. We've had uh, a couple other guests on who do who have outsourced programmers, but we never really talk about the graphical side of it. And th- that's really important because when you're talking about the graphics, we're talking about the user interface or the user experience, UI, UX. And that's what people see. The program could work great, but if it looks like crap, no one's going to want to use it. So these graphic designers are the people that we need to go to to take our idea, our vision, and make it into something that can be worked into an app. Now, I've hired Doug a couple times. Uh, He took over the SimiPad graphics when uh, my original graphic designer just disappeared from me. And he actually also did all the graphics for the new app, Goodnight. And you'll hear more about, we'll talk about that during the interview, which I'm going to apologize now in advance. We had to use a conference call system in order to make the phone call because he lives in Idaho and his internet comes over satellite. So his Skype wasn't really working that great, but that's not, no worries. We're not going to blame him for that. So it's a really good interview, but I want to make a couple announcements real quick. Just little things in advance. Check out some of the apps that uh, Doug has actually worked on for me. Like I said, sign my pad, uh, the new version for iPad and sign my pad pro good night. And uh, you'll see the new version of NYC Truck Food, which is being rebranded as Truck Food coming out soon. He did that one as well. He also did the logo for the Aces Conf, which is coming up in May. So if anyone's an IT consultant, wants to learn how to make their business better, check that out. AcesConf.com. That's going to be my the conference that I'm putting on in May in New Orleans, which is going to be, it's just going to be so awesome. It's going to be such a good time. I'm really excited for that. Uh, also for anyone who's listening, if this is your first time listening, thanks for listening. If this is your 34th time listening as that's what episode we're up to. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate all of the listeners. I really appreciate you guys taking your time to hear what I have to say. And hopefully you're taking your ideas and you're bringing them to fruition and you're making them become realities. And if you need help with it, check out our LinkedIn group, Appitalize on your idea, email me, Appitalize on your idea.com is our website at Justin Escar, There's a million ways to find me so that way I can help you make your ideas become a reality. Trying a new program out that we're gonna we're gonna maybe roll out to the public where we're gonna start introducing some classes. Got a lot of things in the works. I'm really excited about that. So let's uh, enough about me. Let's talk about Doug. Uh, Doug runs Silver Creek Studios, like I said, out in Idaho, and he's done all of the the graphics for all of our all the apps that I'm working on. But what's really nice, and you'll hear about this during the conversation with Doug, is that Doug really puts out the idea that when you hire a graphic designer, you want them to become part of the project. You don't want to necessarily just hire them to just make graphics and call it a day. You want them to help you with the flow or help advance, what he says, advance the idea, bring it to that next level. And Doug certainly does that with at least my apps, and I know he's done that with his other clients as well. So 
And that's why I wanted to have him on today. So I'm going to stop talking now, <laughs> and I'm going to let you guys listen to this interview today with Doug Flukadur. What's up, Appetalizers? Another great day, another great guest. Today I have on Doug Flukadur from Silver Creek Studio. Doug, how's it going? It's going great, Justin. How are you? Good. So uh, Doug is a freelance graphic designer. And he happens to also be my freelance graphic designer. You've seen Doug's work for me. He redid Sign My Pad. He did the uh, graphics in Good Night. And he came up with the logo for the ACES conference, which, by the way, I've gotten a lot of compliments on, Doug. So oh, good. Good. kudos for you on that one. Thank um, you. So the reason I wanted to bring you on today, Doug, is, you know, the Appalizers, a lot of them are idea people. They're not necessarily graphics people. They're not necessarily coders. Um and most of them probably aren't lawyers, which is why we talk about outsourcing so many of these things and having used your services, I thought you'd be a great person to have on. So I want to talk today about how someone can outsource graphic design. Okay. Um, now, I found you through, I believe, ODEP. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, like, let's say someone has an idea for an, for an app or a program or, or something. Should they be looking for a graphic designer right away? How do they find one? Like, how does the whole thing work? Well, it really depends on how far advanced their idea is. Some of my clients come to me and they have everything mapped out and planned out. They know exactly what their ad, their app is going to be called, or their you know their conference, like the Aces conference, and they have everything all planned out. They know exactly what they need. Other people come and they just have a vague notion. Now, if you're looking for a designer online, you've got to kind of be careful because there's a lot of people who uh, they've used Photoshop for six months, and so they hang out their shingle and say, okay, I'm, I can do this. But uh, what I do, and I think what a lot of the, uh, the more serious designers do, is they will help you work through your idea, not just execute something and make something pretty, but help walk you through it. They'll ask questions. They'll say, who's your audience? What are your goals with this? What are you trying to accomplish with this app or this website or whatever? And that's what I try to do for my clients. Whether they've developed something completely, and like I just I just had one that had a 38-page PDF. They said, this is what every single screen on our app needs to look like or needs to say, You know, even though it didn't end up looking like that. Um, you know, That's a high-level completion. But I have another client who comes, it's not you, Justin, but he comes <laughs> to me a lot with, hey, you know, I have this idea for this, you know, this app, and, and, it's, and it's just about that vague. Right. And I'm able to take, you know, whatever people are, are thinking about and help them solidify it. Sometimes their idea is not going to work really well as an app, or it won't really, you know, advance their business goals. They just think, oh, i got to have an app. But I will right. help them through that and help them decide, you know, if this is going to work for you, how are we going to execute it? And then I help execute it. So you actually do more than just a graphic design thing because you're giving people execution ideas and helping them do the almost doing like a high-level project management, yeah. um, maybe a little business consulting on the side kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, it's um, more consulting because, like I say, a lot of people, oh, the app, i got to do the app, but right. they don't really know what's involved. Of course, and, and we talked about that before in this show because a lot of – you know, app is a buzzword nowadays that everybody talks about. I gotta got have an app. I gotta have an app. You know, a couple years ago, I gotta have a book, or I gotta have this. I gotta have that. I gotta have an infographic. That was last year's buzzword. Everyone yeah, wants to yeah. do these. 
And and to do an app for the sake of doing an app is not necessarily worth it. So that's you know that's a good thing that if someone comes and looks for you per se, they'll get be able to get this kind of high level knowledge. But the question is, I mean, granted, I found you on Odesk, and I was when I found you, we were in a bit of a pickle. We had hired someone as a graphic designer who disappeared on us, uh-huh. and you were able to step in and, and work on the cellular pad project. But um, if someone doesn't even know who you are, or wouldn't even if they just went to Odesk or Guru or one of those outsourcing websites and they just searched graphic designer, mm-hmm. how do they know to pick you over somebody else? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Other than my recommendation, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you. Um, I would say when you go onto one of those sites, uh, one of the first things you want to do is be a little specific about what you're after exactly. If you want an app, you say app graphic designer. If you just need someone to execute graphics, you know, maybe it's a Photoshop designer or something. If you throw a generic term like graphic design out there, you're going to get, I don't know, 20,000 applicants, 19,500 of which are not really going to give you what you're after. Once you're specific or once you've done your search based on those specific terms, um, I would look at both the ratings of the designer that you've chosen and the feedback that other people have given that person on the sites. I've been on guru.com. It has been a while. I've had much better success with Odesk. Uh, Every client rates every job that you go through. And uh, I happen to be a top-rated graphic designer, 100% uh, what they're calling job success, you know, whatever that means. But for me, all that means is every single client gets personalized attention. I listen to them. I talk to them. I'm trying not to be an automaton that's just saying, here is what you need, boop, you know, and stamping out this. This is the same as the last three apps that I've done. That's that's not what I'm about at all. So if you watch the ratings and watch the feedbacks and then communicate with that designer and say, hey, you know, here's what I'm thinking about. What do you bring to the table? How are you going to help me? And a good designer, or a responsible designer, I should say, is going to respond quickly. I try to respond within 24 hours and say, here's what I bring to the table. I'm, you know, This might be a good project for me, or these might be some of the questions that I have about this. So really, you're looking for a partner in this endeavor, not just not just an executional, not not a wrist, but a mind. I like that looking for a partner and not just necessarily someone who's just going to execute. That's right. Because there's any, you know, you can hire anyone. You can hire someone on Fiverr or your yeah. neighbor's kid to just spit out graphics for you. But yeah. it takes a certain mindset to get into the into the frame where like you're in sync with the person's idea originally and stuff like that. That's right. And one of the things that I find as I work with clients, they they get an idea and they come to me and they have formulated an image in their mind of the way that the app should function or the website or whatever, and they say, this is what I want. And I like to have a conversation with them. I'll produce what you want, but I'm looking at this from a different angle. And what if we were to do this? Or what if we were to approach the problem from this angle? And most of the time, I'd say nine times out of 10, the clients will say, wow, I never thought of that. That's great. Sometimes they say, my way or the highway, you know what, that's fine, I'll, I'll execute. But I like being able to bring you know, a second set of eyes to the problem as well. I'm not going to dictate to them, but I'll suggest. Right. Now, I'm looking, I'm, I'm happy just, I have your Odesk um, 
listing up right now, uh-huh. and you are 100% job success rate with 4.92 stars, with over a thousand hours logged, which is like ridiculous. What I think is hilarious though, and I and I know it's there because we already discussed it's sidebar, but you have your portfolio, and they are right there in the portfolio. Is is good night? Let yeah. everybody see the kind of work you did. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about let's talk about how we did good night for everybody. So I, I came to you with this idea and I said this is what we're going to build. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I remember saying to you like, okay, this is kind of the idea I want to go, and I let you do uh, whatever it is you wanted to do. Uh, the only thing I had said to you was that I want to make it so that way the sun is setting in the background. Yeah. But walk me through the process, like you're in your mind, like what you saw when I originally came to you and said this is the app that I want to design. Uh-huh. Well, I'm a visual person. I like picture books. I like movies. And so when I'm talking with a person on the phone or Skype or email or whatever, what they're trying to describe to me is a picture. And until and they they probably don't have it completely solidified in their head. I don't know if you had good night completely solidified in your head. But once we have a contract and we're moving forward on a prog a project, what I will do is sit down at the computer and turn my music on and think about this. Okay, what does this app do? What is what is the goal? What are we trying to do? Who's our audience? Well, in, in the case of Good Night, the audience was parents with kids. Mm-hmm. So nothing uh, gothic or nothing you know ultra trendy here. It needed to be friendly and approachable. And all of that dictated, okay, we we probably have to have something in here about nighttime stars, a little bit friendlier font, uh, some colors that are a little more primary, maybe a little darker, a little more subdued. And so I think once we ran through the um, wireframe, we got the wireframe button down on this. Then you know, which is thinking about the flow of the app. If I tap here, where does it take me? If I do this, what happens? Once we get the wireframe down then I can take those thoughts that I've had and execute. And what I'll do typically, and I think I did this with you, I'll present various ideas. Okay, what if it looks like this? What if it looked like that? And here are the reasons I went this way and I didn't go in a different direction. Right. And I'll present that to the client and I I wait with, uh, I'm all ears. I'm interested to hear what the client says. I. I try not to be a prima donna and say, well, my way is the perfect way and yours <laughs> isn't. Uh, and listen to them, listen to their feedback. And in your case, Justin, the idea of the sun gradually setting was a great idea. By the time the app is done and the parents made all the settings, it's dark. And the little window light there in the house at the bottom of the screen has gone out. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, good night. It's, I went to it's, And that's the thing. It's such a subtle thing that some people don't even realize it. And, like... To come up with that and then to have it look the way I, I thought it would with your graphics coming through, like it just came out so beautifully. Um, so, I mean, the whole process is obviously it takes a lot. And I, I know you sent me, let's talk about another one for a second. We talked about the APHIS conference and, and we actually did an app together for a client of mine. We did the Sloth app and I remember I said to you, we're going to do something really, really simple. And you sent me uh, like a PDF of like six different color coordinate, you know, combinations and such like that. And now here's the trickiest part is that my wife is also a graphic designer. And while I can pay her to do the work, I'd rather pay someone else so I don't have to sure. fight with them. But for her to look at your stuff and say, this is really good, for me, that's my that's your validation right there. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. 
Um, well, but, and then you gave me all the, the different choices. Even with Aces Comp, you gave me a whole bunch of different choices, which I think is great that you go and you're not just you're not going to say like this is the this is what it should be and calling it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, and actually, I've seen your wife's work as well, and it's pretty impressive. Also, uh, I will, I will, if she listens to the podcast, I'll she'll okay. hear it, but, but I'll tell her otherwise. So, so let's talk about just like people come to you and they say, "I have this idea." Now. Has there any been a time where you've given a suggestion of what something should look like and and you were completely off base? Whatever ha- what happens with a client like that? Well, most of the clients are um just terrific people to work with like yourself. They're they're open to suggestions. And what I'll do, am I occasionally off base completely? Mm. I won't say off base completely because I try to ask a lot of questions up front and um, kind of clarify in my own mind what the goals are. But sometimes what will happen is when the client sees what they've expressed or communicated to me, when they actually see it, they say, whoa, no, no, that's not what I had in mind. Right. And um, I'm, I'll say, okay, okay, what do you have in mind? Let's, let's talk about what's missing here. What do we need to do? And as we have that conversation a lot of times a client will come around and they'll say, okay, I see why why you did what you did. I really think we need to have it do this or do that. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. Uh, occasionally, very occasionally, I will have a client that just wants what they want and I'll just execute it. That's fine. I won't end up putting it in my portfolio, but, right. you know, I've got another happy client. So that's that's fine too. I'm looking now. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm gonna, with your permission, I'm gonna, prom- I'm gonna post the Aces Conf logo and what the original Aces logo listing you gave me that had, I think, seven different choices in it, and just to see like the variations of the ideas that you came up with. Because all I said, all I said to you when we were doing Aces, it's uh, an Apple, you know, consulting conference. It's gonna be for business. It's going to cover cloud and enterprise and security. And you went, you put these gorgeous icons in there of, of the cloud and the lock and the iMac and stuff like that. But I have, I'm looking at, I'm looking into some of these other ones that I haven't looked at since we first talked about this last summer. And I'm just like, these are so beautifully done. And I like, I just love some of the designs I want and, and how we transition from that to what we, to what we ended up with. Actually, I'm looking at one of them right now, which if I were at a bowling team, this is number three. When you guys see it, when I post the PDF, which I'll put in the show notes. Number three would be the perfect bowling shirt logo. Oh yeah. I don't know if that's uh-huh. offensive <laughs> or not, but I mean it's perfect. Um, like just that whole process, and it, it's nice and easy. But I mean, look, obviously there are times where somebody gets into trouble. Let's talk about, for example, like I got into trouble with the with my original designer, right? My original designer failed, and then you had to pick it up. Uh-huh. Like in a case like that, what goes through your mind when I have to pick up work? that somebody else was doing. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of the same process. I'll look at what the previous designer did, and I'll talk to the client about, hey, what do you like about this? Can I su- suggest some changes? And uh, we'll just build on that and, and move forward from there. If the client says, I completely hated this thing, I want it purple covered with flowers, you know, if they have an idea, I'll, I'll move to that idea. But again, I'll offer suggestions. I'll say, okay, here's what you requested, and here's a variation. Now, here's something completely off the wall that I think meets the criteria. That's kind of what I did with ACES. I actually pulled this up on my computer screen as well as we're talking here. 
and uh, you know you have an idea maybe in your head, and I play around with it, and I think, well, what about this, and what about this, and maybe my ideas are completely off base, but it's always a good idea to explore and at least get those ideas out there. Yeah. So I see now you're also you're doing some new UI UX stuff for Apple Watch. What's that like? Well, it's a little interesting because nobody really knows. You know, there there are some of the big boys that are doing apps, Uber and you know, of course Apple in-house creating apps. They've got partnerships with, you know, Apple Pay and the, the hotel chain and different things. But uh, working with a client right now on that, and we are both reading everything we can get our hands on. We're experimenting. You know, when the watch comes out, of course, we're going to jump on it. But uh, we're designing in the blind right now. So what you have to do is base everything on what you know and get everything set up so that when we're capable of uh, actually releasing this into the App Store, you know, however Apple does it, we're already ahead of the curve. We're not saying, oh, Apple Watch, uh, maybe I should do this thing too. The truth is nobody knows what's going to happen with Apple Watch. Is it going to be huge? Is it going to be a, a great big spike and then and then drop off because you know, it's a watch. You can spend $10,000 for it. And, <laughs> and uh, what happens when a new version comes out? You know, so there's big question marks. But I feel like it's a, uh, it's a good market to at least keep my eye on and uh, be getting out there kind of ahead of the wave the best that we can at this point. Yeah. And then we'll see what happens when it uh, goes public. Are you going to get yourself a $10,000 Apple Watch? Oh, yeah. You know, I've got money lying around. I just don't know what to do with so. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, I, I think I'm going to get the uh, – I know this is off topic. I think I'm going to get the, not the not the sport one, but like the regular one. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think I'd be able to be a true Apple person with that one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the problem well, now is coming up with an idea that that makes it work because you know semi pad and and good night are not really watch wearable. You know they're not really right. like wearable. So to come up with something for it would make it even harder. Um, so now that I'm thinking about it, I'll throw it out there. What if we made the entire good night parent interface controlled by the by the dial? That could be cool. Yeah, it could. And I think the whole deal with the watch is we have an idea of what it is, we have an idea of what it can do, but until you actually have one and you play with it, that's when my ideas are going to start percolating, I, I imagine. Yeah. Like, wow, it's got a mic and a speaker, and oh, I got this whole tactic thing, you know, I can tap, and I can I can you know, picture it in my mind, but until I can actually play with it, we don't know what the possibilities are. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I think that you are going to be looking forward to doing some really cool stuff in it too. Because there's oh, yeah. so, there's just such there's so from what they showed in the keynote, there's so much interaction to it that you can really design some really like interesting things with like the haptic feedback and in the in the dial and things like that. Yeah. And then to kick off to the um to kick off to the uh to the iPhone or the iPad or whatever yeah. the device you're working with too and stuff like that. Yeah, not uh, just that, but where is it going to be a year from now? You know, you're yeah. going to have to carry around your 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 watch in your pocket or your iPhone. Because just think about when the iPod first came out versus you know what's now available with the iPod. If anybody still has one, you're and, right. Uh, so we don't really know what's going to happen, but it's a it's an exciting field. Well, someone said uh, we have David Pasofsky, who's been on the show a couple of times, and he always says to me, "Stop thinking about what your app's going to be in the next." 
six months. Think about where it's going to be in the next three to five years. And granted that the devices in three to five years will be very different because clearly the iPhone is significantly different than it was, you know, in 2007 when it came out and the iPad and such like that. Where is it going to be in three to five years from now? And if, and if you start thinking about that, mm-hmm. that's when you'll come up with better ideas. Mm-hmm. And then no matter what the idea is, I feel like you're, you're the kind of guy who can, uh, you can make it look really nice and pretty. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and it's interesting. No matter what happens in the world of technology, people are the same. And our needs are the same. You know, we're always going to have to do certain things and, you know, communicate with people and whatever. And I think that's a more, that's a, a better way to think. You know, overall, what are the human needs? What are people always going to need to do? They're always going to need to get places. They're always going to need to buy shoes, you know, or, or whatever it be. And that way you're not just saying, ooh, ooh, me too, me too. But it allows you to think ahead and where are the pain points? What can I solve with this new technology? Right. That's awesome. Uh, so, Doug, as we wrap up here, where can people find you online? So they can go to silvercreekstudio.net. Uh, that's my website. They can communicate with me there or email me at admin at silvercreekstudio.net. And it's one studio, not multiple, not plural. And, of course, you can always look me up on Odesk. That's a happening place for me. And I'll throw your uh, profile up in our show notes. I appreciate Doug, it. thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Justin. So not only is Doug like a super smart guy and a great graphic designer, he really puts it out there for you to understand how to to find yourself an outsourced graphic designer. Find someone who's going to be part of your team. And that goes for not only your graphic designer, but your lawyers and your programmers and your accountants and your bookkeepers and whoever. If you outsource a part of your project and, and, and they're just giving you back stuff that you've asked for and they're not offering suggestions or saying, oh, maybe you should do it this way or, or, or even complimenting or, or denying the liking of your product. They're just, and they're just being automatons. Don't work with them. You know, Doug is one of those guys who, if you bring him an idea, like he said, he'll, he'll try to suss it out and say like, where is this going? What should this be? How should this work? Blah, 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 blah. And the idea of that is that he wants to be part of the team to help make your idea come to fruition. And that's what this is all about, folks. Bring your ideas. April's coming up soon. If you're listening to this on time, uh, we're gonna have a big pot. We're gonna have a, a couple good guests in April. We have a big blog post coming April 1st about mission statements. April's gonna be a big month for everyone to really kind of buckle down. Now that we're done with New Year's and everyone stopped going to the gym by, I guess that's February and St. Patrick's Day is beyond us. We're so we're still hungover. The fact is. We're going to start really working in April, and I want everybody to get on board. I want everybody to take their idea, and I want to see this stuff come to fruition. I want to see you guys creating new products and new income sources. That's what this is about. So as always, thanks for listening, and if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at Justin Escar. Shoot me an email, justin at justinescar.com, or check out the website, capitalizeonyouridea.com, and we will see you guys next time. 